3: Thanks for listening to Danny and Dusty On Demand, a Service Patriots podcast.
4: Is your heater safe? Why replace it when Service Patriots can restore it? Get their $59 27-point furnished tune-up and safety check, including a free 1-inch filter. They'll also check your A.C. for free. Go to ServicePatriots.com.
3: This is Danny and Dusty.
4: Meringutang is going to be a thing. You're not coining anything new.
3: With Danny Meringue and Dusty, the fan man Hera.
4: All throws with monkey sounds in there called good.
3: The like old Danny Meringue pie? Danny and Dusty on the Odyssey app and 1080. Yeah, this is going to be awesome. The Fan. Good afternoon!
4: Oh, He's back. back! Have that dump oh, button back. ready, Russ. Uh oh,
3: Always. he yeah. is back. Uh the ga- the gang is back together again. Um <clears throat> at least momentarily. What okay, <laughs> I've tried to explain it to the people. Uh I I guess what the hell happened to you, Danny?
4: Uh, that's the
3: that's where we'll start.
4: I mean, we got to go back about twenty years from no. that. But no, but in all seriousness, they don't know what well, happened. No,
3: what happened to when how you got hurt? Well, that's the
4: thing is they aren't hundred percent certain. I was just talking to one of the guys that was with me at the game who walked with me from the hotel to Austin, which is like okay. a mile and a half, and okay. I felt kind of a weird twinge. Um, walking, walking. Which, for those that don't know, I've been... I mean, obviously, with the hip surgeries and stuff like that and all the other knee surgeries I've had, like my legs are trashed. But I've been dealing with a knee injury Mm -hmm. for the last probably four or five weeks that had physical therapy and draining it and just not been great. Um, And I was like, "Ah, you know what? We've been on the bus for a couple hours. I definitely need to get out and move because sitting for any long periods of time just exacerbates it. So, And I felt kind of like a little something. Now... Little twinge. The more I started thinking about it, um, copious amounts of alcohol were had up until this point. No way. I mean, before we left the first stop, I think I had two mojitos and five mimosas. All right. So we were already, that was before we left to go to the next spot. Mm -hmm. And then more was had. Okay. So I'm wondering if when I felt that little twinge, maybe it was a little bit worse than I thought. Okay. Um. Because I just kind of plowed through it. Yeah. Um. I got home that night and I could barely get in and out of my car.
3: All right. Yeah. That's not good. So okay. I was like,
4: Oh, what is this? I'm like, I, I, Did I pull something? Like, what? Yeah. I got out of my car at home and I almost fell because the pain was so staggering. Um, I got in the house and I got ready to get to bed. I crawled into bed and I had tears running down my face because of the pain. So, Not because
3: USC lost?
4: No, no. I, I mean, Are you sure? Yeah, we knew that was going to happen. Um, hey, they covered. <laughs> yeah, backdoor cover. Covered, baby. Um, but in all seriousness, um, they they think that, so you've got multiple like layers to your mm-hmm. hamstring, they the the one that you normally tear, tear mm-hmm. is fine. They think I might have one. It's right up the right up the base of my butt. Okay. Um, the lateral hamstring might be torn, and then there's some other mechanisms that aren't working that are causing basically everything in my right hip to lock up. Okay. So um, I'm on all of the drugs. All and, right. And uh, in a lot of pain, and we're just gonna kind of figure this out but, as we go through it all.
3: Next follow up. Next follow. I'm up on a lot of drugs. <laughs>
4: mm-hmm. A lot of that's
3: really hot. Is that Mm. loud for anybody else? No. Yeah, that was a little hot. That was a little hot. It was a little hot. It was a little loud. It was a little loud. Um, Okay, the other follow-up question that I have not uh, had an answer to, I've just said, uh, 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 the pain. Um, We've gotten the, uh, you can't sit and do the show. Yeah. That's what it's been like. You haven't even been able to sit.
4: No. And even right now, like sitting here right now, like I'm, it's not great. Sitting. I'm I'm sitting on my my left butt cheek, um, with my right leg out in front of me, so I can kind of lean on the left side and not put a ton of pressure on the right side. And it's
3: yeah, people got yeah, we go we got all the questions, and yeah. you have the questions too. Yeah, no, you have the questions we do, too. We,
4: we don't have a ton of answers right now to what's do, causing this. So that we're right. we're gonna do imaging today, Damn. and tomorrow, um, to hopefully get a better understanding of where stuff's at. Well, I
3: so. hope it starts feeling better for you. So do I. That uh it does not sound good. Um, I don't, I don't, I didn't even know there was a lateral hamstring. I didn't either. That's, uh, that, that, that doesn't sound like it'd be good though. No.
4: Hmm. So, um, and I've never had hamstring issues. So this yeah. is, this is new. Like all my stuff has always been like joint related. It's never been the stuff in between. Yeah. Like I've had like, a like, uh, an Achilles injury, but that's like, I think the closest that I've come to like. That stuff, no yeah. no calf strains, no hamstring strains. Well, I mean, cramps, I guess, are technically like a version mm, of a strain. I no. Guess, I guess I always thought this was all-encompassing from yeah. the hips down, man. It's, uh, it's a disaster. That's it right yeah. there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it is, though. Yeah, yeah.
3: I've, I've popped my hamstring before and uh, had a, a very bad uh, uh, tear in it, and it's not like a cramp, so... Cramps, oh, no, I, was,
4: I was saying it's, it's I think it's the, the like the bad cramps are like technically a version of a. Strip. Oh, really? Yeah.
3: Yeah. Well, I hope that I hope that you get an answer. You've I got more too. imaging to be done. Yes.
4: Lots of it. So
3: and I can confirm he does look like he is in a substantial amount of pain. Yeah,
4: I'm 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 fighting it right now. So Ah, what a warrior playing hurt. Playing hurt. I'm babe. Playing to, hurt. To be honest, I, of the I, week. I, was, I was miserable being home. The injury
3: report is in, though. Yeah. The injury report is in. Game time decision. He's playing. We're playing. He's playing. We're He's
4: gr- back. We're dragging this thing up and down the court. All right.
3: Uh, now, um, since you haven't been here, all right, uh, go through it. What was it like watching up close and personal? You were on the USC bench. Um, yeah, no, that was- Watching that thing unfold in-
4: USC's not good. No, no. Um, two things I took away from that is mm. one, my God, Caleb Williams is a freak, and the stuff he has to do behind that offensive line is incredible because that was a sieve. Uh
3: yeah, they're in trouble next year.
4: Uh Dorless is a dude.
3: Dorless is a dude. Um they got a they got a few dudes on that defense. Yeah, uh, they played really well.
4: Birch Birch and Dorless really showed out. Mm-hmm. Um Tez has got to hold on to the bleeping ball. My God.
3: Uh yeah, had a couple drops. I, it just um, also had a really big touchdown. He, oh, the, I mean, Mac, broke the dam.
4: Well, I mean, Max Max Williams might have might as well just been wearing the the bumblebee jerseys for the Ducks at that point in time. Um, I, I've never seen a DB get turned around more than he did in the first quarter of that game. Mm. Um, but Alex Grinch was the problem. Oh yeah, no, I mean, he. <laughs> uh, I actually really did like what SC did adjustment wise in the second half.
3: Yeah, well, they didn't really change much. Uh, they dissimplified everything, yes. though, because they have really good athletes. Yeah,
4: and then when they just decided to, you know... I mean, Bo, Bo picked them apart. And what was interesting was, I thought Bo was... Obviously, the numbers were incredible. I didn't think Bo was great in the sense of, like... How certain, like the, the bow that I saw he, he looked more like the bow that I saw in the first half against Washington as opposed mm-hmm. to the second half, and yet his numbers were still incredible, which is more a credit to just how good he is. What do you mean by that? I, there was a couple throws where I was just sitting there like, you, you've been good, but why are you missing that throw? And it was just it wasn't his best game as far as being surgical. Yet he was incredible with his numbers because if you if if you take away the three big plays where Max Williams decided he didn't want to play football, apparently, uh, that was 225 hmm. yards on three throws.
3: Mm-hmm.
4: He had 187 the rest of the game,
3: mm-hmm. and it
4: was very much just, I don't know, it wasn't a bad game from him, but it wasn't, it wasn't what I had seen from him against other teams, just absolutely hmm. picking them apart.
3: Yeah, I mean, uh, he had th- three just uh, three were drops, uh, and uh, well, so that would put him completion percent at like twenty three of, what twenty eight. No, and it, so I mean that.
4: Yeah, no. Trust yeah. me, I, I get it. It was just there was something about it that didn't. Huh. It didn't feel like what I had seen him do against Washington that second half or early in the yeah. season where
3: he was just throwing to wide open people.
4: Yeah, I mean. <laughs> Super useful, Um, but the thing that honestly, the thing that surprised me the most was Oregon's inability to or unwillingness to run the ball. Yeah, I was I was blown away. Well, Bucky got hurt. I mean,
3: I mean that that's a big that's a big part of it. When Bucky go when Bucky's ankle second half, and I don't think it was on his foot. I don't think it was an unwillingness. It was the fact that what USC did was they took away the edges where we talked about that leading up to the game. Everything was to the outside, right? Everything was to the outside. They did a really good job of showing that up. And then you when you do have a guy like Mason Cobb in the middle, I mean, funneling thing towards him, probably a good idea to do. Um,
4: he was the only one who was actually a willing tackler. part
3: of simplifying that that game plan and f- part of simplifying what they were doing defensively was they were just taking away the run game mm. and putting their corners out on an island, which leads to the big boppers, right? That yeah. leads to three catches for over 200 yards yep. because they, there's zero support over the top. And you're asking those guys, especially Williams in the middle, to cover from sideline to sideline yeah, when you have Troy Franklin was, on one side and says on the other. Troy, I
4: they're, mean, they're really good. His, they're really good. His, like, I knew he was fast. Yeah. He, the, the one touchdown was right in front of me, and yeah, they're fast. He's fast, fast. Um, he fast. Also, I really liked Ferguson. I really liked Ferguson. In the game. Yeah, T. He, Ferg is good, man. He was just money. Yeah. Every time they went to him, and I was like. There's with so many explosive offenses in college football right now. It feels like that, with the exception of Georgia, when they had Bowers, the, the, the utilization of the tight end just isn't there.
3: It is the most undervalued position in football. It's right now. It's so weird. Like it's it is bizarro world.
4: You, you've got Mayor with the Raiders, who was at Notre Dame and one of the the best tight ends in the country, and mm-hmm. he was used there, but not used in the way like you see like the Travis Kelseys or the Antonio Gates or the Gronkowski's, and you're like. Why are these guys not being utilized in college when they're you know six foot six, six foot seven? Yep. And in the middle of the field where you have Style. so much more room to work with. Sure. I don't understand it.
3: I'm with you. All right. Well, uh, we recap that. You're back, man. I'm glad that you are back. Um, and and this is it is uh, not just your run of the mill hammy that you got going on here. No, so, unfortunately, it's yeah. a
4: whole host of things.
3: Which. Because of the disaster from the hips down, mm. kind of, uh, kind of, all, all makes sense. It all—it's
4: all connected, turns out.
3: I just hope you don't have to. Dan Campbell
4: wear a diaper. You know. You know that's never been—that's never been a thing I've had to do.
3: Well, I just hope it never becomes one. I did. I did you missed bandit. that. I, we had we had uh, Dan Campbell saying uh, you got to wear a diaper when you watch lions. He tells his family that. I like that. Yeah. Yeah, because like you it. may s your pants.
4: Little, little cardiac kids. Mm-hmm. I'm sure you yeah. guys already talked about that game, but the, the, their willingness to go for it was it on six fourth downs this weekend. Ooh, that was incredible.
3: No, we didn't talk about that. That was a fun game. We talked about some of it though.
4: It was a fun game.
3: I like it. Was a fun game. game. They're a fun team. They and are. The Chargers are 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 fraudulent drunk too. Well, we knew that though. Yeah. We knew that though. Yeah. It, the Chargers just are the same old Chargers, but it's fun that you have a Lions team that can play in a, in a couple different ways and. Heck yeah. They ended up uh, getting a dub there. So S your pants. There you go. I like it. You know, wear a diaper. How have you guys been? We've been great. Yeah. Yeah. You know, well, Rust, he got a migraine. He was out one day this week with the migraine. So, you know, we've this the you guys have been banged up. Um the Blazers Not the, uh, Will, well, Will Ortner banged up. Not no, Will yeah. Ortner banged well, up. I was, kind of banged I was banged
4: up. up when I got hurt.
3: That is true.
4: Banged up when he got banged up.
3: Banged up when he got banged up. Yeah, you guys have been. You, Russ played injured yesterday. He had the migraine two days ago. Yesterday, he played injured with the with the migraine, or I guess played hurt. You weren't injured, hurt or injured, hurt, yeah. Hurt. hurt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, we're back together again. We got two days this. Well, hopefully, um, Danny may not make it through this hour. I don't <laughs> yeah. know. I'm glad I look over there, and sometimes I I think you may fall. This is why you should stream YouTube.com/slash1080am. The fan, you can see the pain in Danny's face. You may oh, see, baby. you may see a tear at some point. <laughs> Uh, today wouldn't be the first one. Well, I appreciate you, Willis, reading this. Um, and we we shall press on. I we got Blazers that we need to talk about today. Mm-hmm. They came back to Moda Center, they did, and that is probably the team that most people expected to see when the season started, right? The when the if you had low expectations, you went, That's the one, yeah, but that's it, the one it has
4: been exasperated a little bit by the injuries. So we'll <laughs> you think? Talk about that. Um, Yeah. <laughs> Uh, another note um, we won't we'll maybe talk about it tomorrow too the uh, Remix are gonna open up their, their weekend here in Portland uh, tomorrow on Saturday and it's gonna be cool
3: yeah yeah I saw Ryan Repairs going down to play yeah. with them now I mean cause
4: he's not gonna get on the floor for,
3: no, no, um,
4: no but if you got kids man it's, it's such a cool thing to go to cause yeah. you're like they're gonna basically post game they're gonna allow you to kinda like visit with the players. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, so it's gonna be like a, a community event up at Child's. I think All it's right. gonna be super cool.
3: We'll have uh Blazers that we need to talk about today. Um because beaves. we got a lot of beaves that of we beefs. need to talk about. We'll have Angie Machado on. She'll be on at one o'clock today. Um beaverblitz.com. She's got the scoops. She's got the scoops on where Oregon State may be in their uh scheduling. Because the hybrid model has been much discussed. Um, So we'll talk about that with Angie Machado. But I was diving in um, yesterday to this Oregon State-Washington matchup that we got. This is an awesome one. Uh, Should be a college football playoff top 10 matchup as it is. It's number 11, hosting number 5 team in the country. Uh, The uh, Beavs looking to knock off the unbeaten Washington Huskies. And I got a question for you. Is this the best Oregon State football has ever been? Mm. 503-864-6326. That's the Vancouver Ford tech sign. This is Danny and Dusty on the fan.
0: Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced.
3: Instacart knows
1: nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game.
3: Danny and Dusty on the fan. 503-864-6326. That's the Vancouver Ford on Your dollar goes further at Vancouver Ford. They treat you right before, during, and after the sale. Visit them online, VancouverFord.com. Um, I asked this question, and I knew that I would get this response from from the folks listening. Is this the best Oregon State football has ever been? And uh, th- that is a question that I think a lot of people on the surface you go to, is this the best team that Oregon State has ever had? And a lot of folks, uh, I know Huddleston is on the YouTube comments saying, no, 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 that Fiesta Bowl team was better. They were arguably the second best team in the nation that year. I agree. I agree with that. Um, We have some techs uh, that that are coming in. They're bringing up that Fiesta Bowl season. And look, at Jonathan Smith seems to be the common denominator with that, right? He was a quarterback of that Interesting, huh? But I say, is this the best that Oregon State football has ever been? And I don't mean the team in 2023. I mean the program.
4: Organizationally.
3: This program has never been in a spot. That they are in right now, as far as the health of the actual team itself, mm-hmm. it's you're looking at they've already clinched three consecutive winning seasons mm-hmm. for the first time in school history. They got to win two of their final three games, which will be easier said than done when you play the number five team, the number six team, and then a bowl game, mm-hmm. right? But you are close to becoming the first ever team to go back to back 10 win seasons in mm-hmm. Oregon State football history. You have a coach that. There isn't that fear, and I know that the, the, the pessimists will always say, hey, you know, Jonathan Smith's going to leave because they don't have a conference.
4: Texas a going to come call on
3: You have a man who he cares about Oregon State, yeah, and I think he will be here. Yeah, I think that that worry is probably three years down the road. Yeah.
4: When the money starts to become more problematic.
3: And it becomes an issue yeah. after, you know, the Pac-2 uh, revenue streams start drying up.
4: Shouts to them for winning that case, or at least... The early stages.
3: Absolutely. And it's the right thing to do. Yes. Right? It it absolutely is the right thing to do. But you're looking at this Oregon State team where the things that they're doing on the field, too, this year, they do solidify things in in reaching benchmarks that this program has never been to before. Like, they've had three games this year where they've scored over 50 points. (laughs) It's pretty dang good. It's the first time they've done that since 1925. According to the PAC 12, they've been ranked. And this is where I think the real health of this program is they've been ranked for 25 or excuse me in the top 25 for 17 consecutive weeks. They've been in the top 25, 17 consecutive weeks. They have been in the AP top 25. That's a good place to be. That is the first time the program has ever reached that mark. And they are in uh, the top but they've reached the 11th. I think they still should be 12th. Missouri jumping five spots is
5: mind-numbing
3: to me. But you win this week, you'll be a top-10 team. But they've reached the highest they've ever been in the college football playoff top 25 at 11th. That is another strength of the the program. But I think that one thing that needs to be considered is all of this is being done at a time where the Pac-12 is at its peak right now. Washington, undefeated. Mm-hmm. Oregon, only lost to Washington, mm-hmm. right? You have a reigning Heisman Trophy winner. You have so much talent at USC, there's no reason that they're as no. bad as they are because they have a good coach and they have the Heisman Trophy winners. Yes. They're kind of a mess. playing well.
4: Arizona's playing well. Utah's still right there despite all the injuries that they've had. And you look at the position right now for Oregon State, I mean, you really can't. Here's the other thing. It's not just about the right now, and I know the Pac-2 future is absurd, but this is after they they pushed out or graduated or left yep. for the NFL. All of their secondary, mm-hmm. they were able to show that they could replace that. They've got a five star quarterback transfer who chose them over other prestigious universities, yeah. and they've got another quarterback in the wait in the waiting, and Aiden Childs. Who you're like, is this like the program savior kind of quarterback? Mm-hmm. Like the stuff we've seen him do.
3: No, well, he he is he's that dude. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like that dude.
4: he might be a, an NFL dude. I and mean, when was the last time that this program had all of the other stuff with not just like a NFL rostered guy, mm-hmm. but a guy that scouts are looking at and projecting and going, we need to keep an eye on this guy for being a legitimate NFL yeah. quarterback. If this
3: is. I mean he Aiden Childs has all the makings to keep growing and developing to be a prolific a, be quarterback. Very, very good quarterback, great quarterback even at, at Oregon State. And this is why I say I don't think I think this is the best the program has ever been as a program. This is the best Oregon State football has, has been because you look at it in the now it is good, but the future from a talent standpoint feels really good, right? You have.
4: You're not terrified about about next year or what's to come. Well, but yeah,
3: you do. But here's the, and this is like the worst part, and this is what sucks for Oregon State the most, is that as you have, it has been a long slog to pull out of the Gary Anderson yes. tailspin, Oof. and look, the end of the Riley era was not the best either because no. of the fact that. When Gary Anderson took over, it wasn't necessarily a full cupboard. It wasn't no. somebody that some another coach could come in and win right away with. Keep, it,
4: keep things going.
3: What Jonathan Smith has built is something that is sustainable, and this is what is terrible about it, is that it's like, all right, now you have this financial uncertainty to where I think that Washington State and Oregon State are, are going about it the best way that they can at this point. Um, I, I do believe that, you know, if you had the foresight in the planning, in the targeting of branding, kind of pushing your brand forward, Mm -hmm. you would have been more attractive than some of the other schools that found great landing spots to to be in. Because of the health of the program and the sustainability that they could have, the worst part is that will the financials be kind of what knocks them down a little bit? But they have got a coach, they've got a staff, they've got a roster that – They've. They, it's not just trying to fill gaps as frantically as you possibly can. They're trying to do it in a, in a means and in a way that they can have a sustainable contender. And look, we'll talk with Angie Machado at, at 1 o'clock. She's got some of the scoops on where Oregon State is heading in this with their schedule and what it may look like. But with the 12-team college football playoff, I don't think it's as doomy and gloomy if they can hold it together for the next couple of years to build a schedule that makes them a a team that could be a college football playoff
4: type team. They're already 11th, for goodness sakes. The, The question that I have, and maybe we can talk about this here next or later, but have they done enough, not just this year, but over the last couple of years, the with the branding with who they are with the wins they've had with the perception of where this program is with Jonathan Smith and what they've kind of built it's, that it's that it's that it's not built on sand the the foundation is real that, yeah. it, that it is kind of like a utah northwest in the sense of their foundation and kind of what they're trying to do and
3: they don't want to hear it but dan Lanning's, quote rooted in substance right yes.
4: but had is, they, they, they are as shaky as everything is. The Pac-12 going away and just them and Washington State being left. Have they done enough, or is there an is there anything that they can do to find a landing spot? Because they continually, this is the question I think that we're going to keep going to mm-hmm. until we know where they are. Yep, is there a world that exists where Oregon State can, because of what they've done and how sustainable they've been? that they can find themselves landing in the Big 12.
3: You're dang... Maybe. Maybe the next wave... Like, I I tweeted this... (laughs) Was it, like, two weeks ago? Um, That if this Michigan sign-stealing thing ends up with them leaving for the SEC, SEC, it would be the most brilliant thing ever. And it would be sweet justice... And I would love every second of it because I'm an agent of chaos. Mm. But if it ended up with, with the beeps going to the Big Ten, it'd be hilarious. Oh, too. God. It'd be,
4: it'd be absolutely priceless. <laughs> uh,
3: your text, 503-864-6326. Vancouver Ford text on. Best Oregon State's been, and it's not close. The Peak Erickson was one year. Smith has built this in a way that is sustainable prior to realignment. For multiple years, the structure is there to be consistently good, not just finish in the pan. I, look, I wholeheartedly agree with that. I I agree with that, and I think that it's it's an interesting time to take a that thirty thousand foot view and kind of look down at what the Oregon State program is because uh, you got to go back to how bad the doldrums were with Gary Anderson and what Jonathan Smith took over. It was not just an empty cupboard. It was an empty cupboard where the the door was falling off the hinges and two of the shelves were broken. Like it was empty, busted, and in a bad, bad spot. And I think that the slow burn to get to this point was the Bob DeCareless going, hey, we're going to pay off our debt. And then as a university, when the Pac-12 formed, and then we're going to do this the smart way, they built up the Valley Football Center. They finished the other side of Reeser. They've got a stadium that is commiserate with the level of football that they're playing. you got a damn good head coach, and his assistant coaches are absolutely incredible. Oregon State's in the best place, the healthiest that the program has been
4: ever. The Beavs are in a great spot, and I I hope that they can continue to claw through that and find stable ground. We also have a bit of breaking news, and we can get to that with uh, the Michigan Wolverines, the conclusion to the Uh, sign-stealing scandal. All right,
3: let's get to that after Rust with SportsCenter.
1: After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter.
3: Now, get 0% APR or up to $1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562 314 4603 for details.
4: This is Danny and Dusty on the Odyssey app and Portland's sports leader, 1080,
3: The Fan. Oh my goodness! Oh, how the tune has changed. Michigan fans in there and saying, "We're being treated unfairly." Jim Harbaugh getting a three-game suspension. What's going on? Bet, remember that Michigan Mm. versus everybody. Bet, bet. This from Ross Dellinger. This morning, the university, Coach Harbaugh, and the Big Ten resolved their pending litigation. The conference agreed to close its investigation, and University and Coach Harbaugh have agreed to accept the three-game suspension. Coach Harbaugh, with the University's support, decided to accept the sanction to return the focus to our student-athletes and their performance on the field. The conference has confirmed that it is not aware of any information suggesting Harbaugh's involvement in the allegations. The University continues to cooperate fully with the NCAA's investigation. So, uh, The coach
4: is the face of the program. The coach will bear the burden of responsibility.
3: Uh, Let's uh, let's go ahead and reset this here that Michigan said after a three-game suspension was handed Mm -hmm. down as they were in flight to Penn State last weekend, which that is a little bit unfair to do to a guy.
4: Especially with with an investigation not being concluded.
3: But at the same time, this is not the court of law. This is a, a conference investigating one of its members where every other member of the conference was going, you guys have got to do something about this. Like, and you got to do it now. And Tony Patetti is not just Michigan's conference commissioner. Mm -hmm. He's the whole conference commissioner. And so he handed down this three game suspension and all, what did Michigan fans do? What, what was the, their, hey, they, this is so unfair. They don't even know we did anything wrong. So why would Jim Harbaugh in the university of Michigan want this investigation to stop?
4: Because they didn't want the lawyers to get involved, and then actually have like actual courts get involved, with, yeah. where you have discovery. Yeah, and what happens then- with discovery is, then everything comes to light, not only within those courtrooms, but publicly.
3: And I'll tell—I'm going to read between the lines here, and I'm just going to go ahead and go out on a limb and say, I bet you the one thing that Michigan has in their hip pocket that we have not been able to prove yet, Connor Stallions, how did he fund this whole? Racket where he's buying some of the best tickets to some of the biggest games and flying people all over the country and, and doing all this when he's getting paid $55,000 a year. His, his vacuum repair company wasn't doing it
4: for him. Did you guys talk about the link between him and Blake Corum when I was out?
3: Uh, No. Did you see that?
4: Yeah, about how he was like... There's an LLC that is signed for, yeah. and Blake Corum, the Michigan running back, the... One of the best running backs in the country. Mm-hmm. Um, somehow, some way, mm-hmm. he's saying that I have no idea. The lawyers are taking a look at this, but there's an LLC that Connor Stallions and Blake Corum are both signed on to, which you have to have a legal legal signatory. Yep, Like Connor Stallions can't go out there and just say Blake Corum is a part of this LLC. So somebody's lying. Yeah,
3: but you can also just pin it on Connor Stallions is kind of a the weirdo, and did he just throw his name into something that? The kid had no idea. Quorum is saying that's what happened. I don't know. but Let's what, not
4: act like Jim Harbaugh is Mr. Normal. What no.
3: we, What I can go ahead and, as I'm reading between the lines here, is that these lawyers are going, guys, right now, the Big Ten and the NCAA, they don't have subpoena power. Mm-hmm. They don't have any power to look into how any of this was funded. All they know is that this was sign stealing. If this can go away and you just accept this three-game suspension, NCAA is going to try and hit you again next year, right? But if you have already served a three-game suspension at the beginning of this year for something that was completely unrelated to Mm -hmm. this, and you are now serving this three-game suspension for this infraction, Mm -hmm. maybe the dogs are going to be called off at least by the Big Ten. Look, this isn't any sort of vindication by any means for Michigan. Like Jim Harbaugh's gonna serve that three game suspension. They're not gonna have him this week. Oh, who, who do they play this week? They probably, don't they play like Maryland or something? I, I think it this. is Maryland.
4: Yeah, yes. Maryland. And then yeah. obviously he'll miss. Ohio and then they State. have
3: he'll miss the Ohio State game,
4: which is what the big the 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 non Michigan members want this. They want Michigan to fall in their face. Like the Do not get it twisted. They there 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 is a grudge.
3: Yeah, I'm really interested to see what the mental gymnastics look like for the. Uh, Michigan fans now I, like how do you go about this when you were go the other way? when you were like when Jim Harbaugh is like yeah I'm going to go to that meeting I'm I'm going to speak on Friday and they're like hell yeah this thing's going to get thrown out and then like the lawyers were like hey guys we really do not want this to go to actual court going to actual court is very bad for us it would be very 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 bad because it may not even uncover In look I, I operate with this kind of under this premise there is a level of NCAA infractions
4: at every
3: football program in the country. It's like holding.
4: If you look for it, you'll find it.
3: Yeah. And is it all nefarious and is it all the worst thing in the world? No, no no no, no, no. But you don't want people poking around who are sticklers in that no. only read in black and white.
4: No, you don't want you want the, the people NFL, that uh... paint in
3: gray and you want a lot of color in your yeah. photos.
4: Yeah, you don't want the NFL Jersey guy. <laughs> the guy comes out to make sure you're good to go. Um, because that's just, you know, it's not gonna go well for you. Yeah. But in 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 keeping with my nature and my pettiness, uh, Michigan, I mean, they, they're ridiculous in all of this. Mm-hmm. But I am really, really, really excited to see what happens if they go out there without Harbaugh and beat Ohio State. Because Ryan Day built and, and Ohio State have been kind of at the forefront of this, like how dare they? Like you know, that's the reason they were been able yeah. to get up on it. Like I love watching someone obnoxious getting knocked down, and then the obnoxious person who was the person who knocked them down also getting knocked down. Like Ha-ha-ha-ha! didn't see that one coming. You like you? all the knockout blows. Yes, no, I I, I love this when It just like. You know, the the backstabbing leads to backstabbing leads to backstabbing. And I'm just very interested to see where this goes. There's also another element to this financially, that getting this all resolved, what does it allow Michigan to do? It allows Michigan to get Jim Harbaugh's contract done.
3: Yeah, yeah, and they, they can hold on to him.
4: Yes, and that's what it sounds like. For all well, the, of the hey, he's running to the NFL stuff, it very much sounds like they're going to get a very long, very well-paid deal for Jim Harbaugh done relatively soon.
3: What this means... The Big Ten is ending its investigation. Remember, this is not an NCAA suspension for Jim Harbaugh.
4: I hope to God that Michigan, when it comes down to it, says, look, we don't recognize your authority. We dealt with the Big Ten. We put our suspension in. Go away. Um, He may get
3: time served, but let's look at Michigan's uh, future schedule here.
4: Don't they have Oregon very early?
3: Uh no, I'm just looking at like their their non conference because that that that's where the rubber's going to meet the road here in 2024. They have Fresno State. They got Texas. Ooh Texas week two, and then Arkansas State. That's what. So what
4: they're going to make him serve one game against Arkansas State, and they're going
3: to let him. uh no, I probably suspended for Fresno State, and but that's like you you accept this, and then you hope that that's the worst of it. That the NCAA hold hands down. You either get you know, your time served for the three this year and you get one next year, or uh, you say the three games this year are good enough and, and you walk away. Um, I do not buy one bit the BS of this being about, oh, we want to return the focus on the student-athletes in this season. Ah, yes. No, 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 The no, no, student-athletes. No, 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 no. You are just going to say, you got us. We know you got us. You didn't get Jim Harbaugh implicated in any of this. And now you won't be able to and
4: implicate they made sure Jim
3: Harbaugh in any of this.
4: They made sure that Jim Harbaugh was not named in
3: this. But what you can do is say, "Yeah, we had one rogue coach, and our head coach is going to be punished for that rogue coach because he's supposed to oversee the entire program." Yes, and that and that that's going to be the talking point moving out. Uh, Jim Harbaugh is going to be the martyr. He uh, he fell on the sword for Connor Stallions and everybody else. And he's hoping this goes away from the Big Ten. Um, I wonder, like, behind closed doors, if (laughs) what this means as far as, like, what information the Big Ten had. Because that was the other thing Michigan fans were like, they've shown no proof! Michigan doesn't take this if they didn't have any proof. Yeah, yeah. Michigan does not take this suspension unless they had proof. I tell you what,
4: though, I still am surprised. Because, you know, I obviously haven't been in here the Penn State game, I thought they were gonna get Harbaugh on the field. I, I genuinely thought they were gonna get Harbaugh on the field. I mean, when they got the lawyer, the lawyer the luck of the draw lawyer was not only a Michigan judge. alum. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry, the judge. Uh the luck of the draw judge was not only a Michigan alum, he was a Michigan faculty member.
3: Yeah. Oh wow how'd that happen? That's it's so crazy. Interesting though
4: that they that he put a put a stay on it, but because it was past business hours it didn't matter, <laughs> and I'm like <laughs> on a holiday. I'm like, yeah. well, if it was a holiday to begin with, how did the how did the injunction come in in the first place?
3: Didn't mean anything. So Gosh, yeah, it's, dang it, it's
4: all made up as you know. As, as far as we go,
3: all right. Uh, so there's the latest on that. Um, now, as Michigan says, we can return the focus to the student athletes, and I just want to know where Jim Harbaugh's watching games. Like if Jim Har- if Michigan does one thing, monetize, make it a pay per view where it's like, uh, you know, like, what was the pregnant giraffe where the people were watching, like, the live cam of the pregnant mm-hmm. giraffe? Give me just one, like, we have on our YouTube stream, Harbaugh we cam. have the one camera up mm-hmm. there that it sees the entirety of the room. Yeah. I just want a room of Jim Harbaugh pacing back and forth, watching the television, because then... For Michigan, you could say, "Hey, now you know everything's on the up and up." He's not out. He's not out here, you know, calling in signals. You, and, you can watch his signals. Yeah, he just watching him pace back and forth. And I believe it when Jim Harbaugh said he stood in front of the TV five inches when Sharon Moore was giving his post game speech. I believe that. I believe Harbaugh is like I, that. Is who he is. There's no way he's sitting in a chair, just giving him an empty room with just a folding chair. In a flat screen TV, and then maybe like a rage corner where if something bad happens, he can just start breaking stuff because that's what I I I would pay per view that I would pay per you my nine ninety nine you could grab my nine ninety nine in an instant, <laughs> and I know that every single one of those psychos from Michigan, all those big blue fan go blue fans, they're definitely going to do it. Everybody would be watching it there. They'd have like a millions of streams of just Harbaugh walking around in his khakis, because I guarantee you he's wearing his khakis. He's dressed like he's gonna coach the game.
4: Is well, he drinking? Is he drinking milk from the from the carton?
3: Yep. Yeah, and you treat it like prison, where they just like a meal gets Slide slid in, in. It just gets
4: slid <laughs> in there every now and then. I, I would watch it. I'm in. I'm it's not like, kidding. I would like a watch dry it. bologna sandwich. Yeah. <laughs> uh huh. It's right up Harbaugh's alley. Up. Oh, I yeah. guarantee you. He, and then he's just like, more dry sandwiches than anyone on this planet. Blake
3: Coram fumbles and he just throws bologna against the screen and <laughs> just sticks there and slowly sides
4: down as he's just sitting with his arms folded. Is Harbaugh the kind of guy that like, the, the, uh, uh, like a sophisticated sandwich for him is like grilling the bologna? Yeah. Or mm-hmm. just adding mayonnaise to it. Oh. I could yeah. just see him too with one of those guys that just has the mayonnaise like oozing out the sides. Oh, God. Yeah. Yeah yeah it's either dry there's no in between
3: i need this i need all of this need it michigan make it I was, happen uh,
4: brooke olsendam was about to catch a mayonnaise stray but no i won't do it to her
3: i feel like that was inappropriate but i do know <laughs> for those that don't know brooke olsendam loves mayonnaise mm-hmm. trailblazer sideline reporter uh so that was appropriate yes. that was not an inappropriate thing that you just said i feel like we need to break now <laughs>
5: Just do a quick search for Tecovas on social media and you'll see how adorably styled these boots can be. Visit tecovas.com, that's T-E-C-O-V-A-S dot com and point your toes west. As we turn the
2: corner into the new year, a lot of people are looking to get healthier. That includes Hero Bread, who have just launched their new recipe using heart-healthy olive oil. Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. All with no compromise on the taste, texture, and bready goodness you expect from your favorites. Now they're listening to their fans and updating their recipe with olive oil, an antioxidant-rich oil that's been shown to reduce cholesterol and minimize the risk of heart disease. Try it today with code HERO10 for 10% off your purchase at hero.co. That's code H-E-R-O-10 for 10% off at hero.co.
3: All right. Wow. Where do we go from here, Mr. Meringue? How are you feeling right now? Let's do, let's do our uh, check-in. I'm fighting it. 1 hour in. I'm fighting it for sure. Hmm. So you're not the guy who just like grins and bears. You just let you you'll let us all know how you are no, no, doing, I'm, dude. You yeah, no. just be honest
4: throughout throughout it. You'd be like, oh, no, I'm fighting it. No, no. I'm fighting it." No, I'm <laughs> There's certain levels to it. Like if if it's yeah. like something yeah. Little, like, I'm, whatever. It's no. nothing. Yeah. But, but I, when I'm fighting it, fighting it. That's where you and
3: I are different. Yeah. I'm always like, yeah, I'm fine. No. i I'm used fine.
4: I used to be that. I'm fine. But when it piled up after, after so long, it like mentally broke me. Yeah, it's saying I'm fine all the time mm. when I, I wasn't. Yeah. Because people used to look at me like, dude, you're not fine. Yeah, you're not like, fine. Like can See it on your face. Like you're not fine.
3: Well, you're, you We're holding it together here. All right. Um, we got uh, through Jim Harbaugh's breaking news. Uh, we talked to Morgan State, um, the health of the program and where it is right now. Uh, if you missed any of our content, our number one, go check it out. We got the Service Patriots podcast, um, where you can get all of our shows in all of our segments at the 1080thefan.com or right there in the Odyssey app. Service Patriots is your home comfort solution for all your heating and air conditioning needs. Check out the latest special offers for our listeners at servicepatriots.com slash fan. All right. um, I apologize to
4: Brooke. (laughs) (laughs) There's nothing to apologize In case she was listening, I was like, look, you you Uh, caught a strain. It wasn't intentional.
3: um, But... We will revisit the Beavers to start our number two because mm. scheduling is now the big question mark that that Oregon State fans have on their mind. Now that there was the injunction, um, the stay on the injunction was, was granted by a judge uh, in Whitman County Court the other day, the Beavers can move forward and the Cougs can move forward with how they schedule. Somebody with the scoops on it is Angie Machado from beaverblitz.com. She joins us next. This is Danny Dusty on the fan.